This podcast is brought to you by Walt Disney Travel Company, Disney's official holiday specialist, bringing you great deals on Disney hotels, Disney tickets, and Disney holidays. They don't just sell Disney, they are Disney. Because Walt Disney Travel Company is part of the Disney family, you'll get that special Disney welcome and first-class service from the moment that you speak to them. Their Disney experts and website can help you plan your Disney holiday in detail. Whether your heart is set on a trip to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, a Disney cruise, or a Disneyland Paris break. Plus, there are great deals and offers too. Now, on with the magic. Hello, I'm Giovanna Fletcher and welcome back to Journey to the Magic, the podcast all about Disney holidays. Today on the show, I'm so lucky because I'm chatting to my mate, actress Stephanie Beatrice. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hello, mate. Hello, mate. I'm great. Has it been a while since you said mate? I has been. Yeah. With the accent. Okay. Because I do call people mate now, which is like totally obnoxious. Now I've become one of those Americans who visits London once and is like, mate, isn't it? Sometimes I'm like, blah, 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 isn't it? But you haven't just visited London. So we did a play together. So you were here for four months. Gosh, was it four months? Yeah. I keep saying it's three, but I guess it was four. No, it was four. And and It was a long trip. It was awesome and long. Yeah. But it was amazing to do the play. Yeah, it was four months. So, you know, you have picked up a lot of great sayings. In that time. Yeah. And how, how's your English accent going? Say toilet. <laughs> toilet. <laughs> toilet. Oh, no, it's not good. <laughs> the baby likes milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was my best British accent. My kid just turned around and she turned her head. <laughs> I imagine for life now, whenever someone says that, she's going to, it's going to evoke something in her. I would hope, I would hope that anytime she sometime hears a British accent, yeah. it would be like good, happy memories for her. She was so little when we went. She was three months. She was six months, six and a half when we left. Yeah. She grabbed a rattle for the first time in the airport when we landed in London. <sighs> and by the time we left, she was sitting upright. It was crazy. <laughs> We have to talk about Encanto because I can remember in the first week of rehearsals, I know I know you were busy doing press, but it was very much like, oh, you know, this little film that I did with Disney, uh, it's out this week. Yeah. And it just suddenly over the course of the three months snowballed into this absolutely <laughs> huge film. So wild, isn't it? Yes. So nuts. I can't believe it. I, so I, I, I really can't believe it because it's so lovely to think all these kids are seeing themselves in the film and and hearing the messages of like, you are special just because yeah. you're you. You don't have to be anybody else or do something or produce something to be special. It's simply you and your existence and who you are. So Encanto, obviously, for anyone who doesn't know, you are Mirabelle. Yeah. yeah. I cannot wait for Roz to grow up. Or actually, is she watching Encanto already? She doesn't watch it, but she listens to the music and I sing along. And sometimes she gets this look on her face that she's like, <laughs> she'll look at the speaker and then she'll look at me and then she'll look back <laughs> at the speaker and look at me. It's really sweet. Same thing with that. She has one of the dolls and we play with it with her. Yeah. When we press the button and my voice comes out of it, she's like... <laughs> Very cool. She loves the music. She loves it. I mean, in those dolls, everyone wants a Mirabelle doll right now. It's really cool. These are Encanto ears from Disneyland. Like, it's wild. 
They're so beautiful. And I've got to say, the great thing about your ears, um, they are disguising the fact that you're hungover because uh, yes. yeah, Encanto started winning lots and lots of awards. And you yeah. rightfully are celebrating that. And we are celebrating. I, all, I think everyone that worked on the film is celebrating. I am lucky enough to live in the town where they throw quite a few of the parties. And so <laughs> I've been here and it's been amazing. And like, uh, meanwhile, my kiddo is like making fart sounds in the background. <laughs> it's so okay. It's like a, it's a, family a good podcast. balance of yeah. glamour and family. <laughs> but last night, so you won a BAFTA. And you were also at the Critics' Choice Awards. Yeah, it was a really fun night. I was so sad not to be with everyone in London, but I was really happy to hold down the fort here because, like, it means that this is worth your time. You should sit down and watch this with your kids. You know, that's, like, really valuable and wonderful. Yeah. You know, the BAFTAs be like, <laughs> great job. Pat on the back. Good job making that art. It's amazing. <laughs> it's incredible. And the songs really do stick in your ears. Like, I I, <laughs> I still chuckle thinking about you making TikTok videos in your room with everyone's <laughs> talking about Bruno. And then it feeding into my dressing room and then me having it in my head. It's like being with someone in a pop band and then suddenly their song is in your head and you know oh, you totally. can't sing it, but you do. So I was constantly it was singing. Nice. It was like, I mean, I, I'm not going to run around singing the songs from the movie because that's a little obnoxious, but it's really fun. When oh, I think you should. Them. Can you imagine? Just also, showing up to parties. Hey, guys. <laughs> Karaoke and Steph singing. True, but <laughs> um, actually, um, I've heard, and I don't know if this is true because you've not spoken about this. Is it true that you recorded Waiting on a Miracle whilst in labor? I was in early labor, yeah. I didn't Shut tell anybody. Up. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone because it was like they were very far apart. The contractions were very far apart. Yeah. But they were happening. And <laughs> the ultimate and I professional, was... <laughs> kind of like I'm going to keep my private stuff private. Uh personal's personal and actually when I'm when I'm with you at work, I am just totally professional. But I also didn't want anyone to say Oh no, we don't want you to come in if you if you're not feeling well or if you're not you know not feeling well, Steph. You're <laughs> in labor, but I was also getting checked out all the time. Like I had a, a you know like my doctor was she was all over it because I'm a little bit older and she was all over the pregnancy, just like you know making sure I was going in for checks and everything. She's like, yeah, it's early labor, but you know if you feel good, just like keep going about your life. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So I didn't really ask her either. I was just like, I'm just gonna do it. I want to because like I love. I love acting. I love yeah. it. You know, if anything could have taken me out of the sort of fear of having my first kid, it yeah. was focusing on this job that I love to do. I love to work so much. I love telling stories. And like, I didn't want that amazing part of myself to be sacrificed when it didn't need to be. You yeah. know, and I know my own limits. And if I had said like I can't breathe or I can't do this or whatever, and if I had been having contraction after contraction, I would I sure as heck would not <laughs> suddenly, have been in suddenly there. no words are coming like, out your mouth. <laughs> there were a couple of times when we were in that booth mm. where I was like, I'm just gonna look like I'm thinking about this for a while, uh huh, while I feel my way through what's happening with my body. All right, let's go. So it was. Well, and there is that thing, isn't there? When you're in labor, actually, the contractions are the, are the part where stuff's happening. But in between that, nothing's happening. There's nothing happening. You're just waiting yeah. for the next wave. And for a long time, they come pretty far apart. And, and that's the other thing. 
everyone is the same, but everyone's different. Yeah. Anyone who's had a baby or been pregnant, a lot of the things are the same. And yet everyone is also so, it's like yeah. a fingerprint. Everyone's yeah. got them, but everybody's is an individual. Mm. Rose is like, yes. Yes, we yes. are. Yes. And also, I've got to say, I love the fact that we are still butchering how to say the word Encanto. I feel like every time I say it around you, Steph, I'm like, I have Essexified so this word. I've made it Encanto. come from Essex. Encanto. You say it properly. <laughs> it's my favorite. Say, say it properly Encanto. for me. Encanto. Encanto. See, if I Encanto. say it, I feel like I'm a twerp. If I said that out and about, people would be like, you're getting above your station. It's Encanto. No! You'd say, all you say is like, I'm doing my best to honor the Colombian yes. accent, you know. Un canto. Mate. Un canto. Yeah, Un canto, good. mate. Un canto, that's mate. Good. Un canto, mate. Yeah, that's good. It's hey, good. maybe this podcast will get everyone changing it. Yeah. And now amazing. everyone in the UK will be like, un canto. There Listen, we go. people in the US butcher it too. Really? Yeah, because like. A lot of the U.S. accent has this, like, very hard A in Canto. Ah. So it's, uh, it's like, you know, everyone's doing their best. Uh, let's talk holidays. Yes. Uh, when was your last holiday holiday? We're not talking work. Holiday holiday. And where was uh, it? Our last holiday holiday, we went right after we finished uh, in London, right after we closed 222. Yeah. I went with my husband, Brad, Roz, and my sister – to Paris for a week and we went to Disneyland Paris. Yay! It was amazing. What do you normally look for in a perfect holiday? Mm, There's a couple things. I want a really nice, calm place to sleep, whether that's a rental or a hotel. I just want it to feel calm and serene. I want to eat well and sometimes it's like mostly about like how do I want to feel like when I'm on the trip is it a trip for relaxation is it a trip to like have adventure is it a family trip is it you know me really spending time with friends or is it us having an experience together so like I think about like how I want to feel and then I kind of build the trip around that I love that yeah I've been on trips with Brad where we're like at the hotel almost the whole time, you know, like we go to the pool and have some drinks or something, but like we barely leave the hotel. And then I've been our honeymoon. We went to Japan and we were like (laughs) everywhere. We were in Hakone. We went to Tokyo. We went to Disneyland Sea. Mm -hmm. So it's just about how you want to feel, I think. Yeah. And how have, have things been different traveling with a baby? Oh, wow. It's so much more stuff. Yeah, so so true. So much more stuff. Like, I just didn't know, you know? Yeah. And I feel like babies have more stuff than any other age range. Like, I feel like as they get older, maybe they have less. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. Mm. I mean, I used to. You're like, non committal. No, no, I think they do. Because so for us, when I used to pack a suitcase, I know that three quarters of the suitcase used to be for the baby and the other quarter was for me. Whereas now I've got to the point where maybe half the suitcase is for me and the other three boys all fit on the other side. Yeah. Because I've realized that actually I would like to take an extra pair of shoes or a dress or, you know, I don't don't need to be limited to a quarter of a suitcase. Correct. You don't. When we were packing for London, I only brought one pair of shoes. (laughs) I know. I wore my Doc Martens literally every single day for almost four months because like I'd only brought 
those shoes. Like, I think yeah. I ended up getting another pair of tennies or something. But, like, you got to sort of realize, too, I think you start to realize anyway that, like, taking care of yourself is also taking care of them, right? Yeah. Like, me having an extra pair of shoes is nice for me. It feels yeah. good. <laughs> uh, what is your most favorite trip that you've ever been on? I think it was that honeymoon it was really nice. And Brad planned the whole thing. Like we tried to aim for Sakura season, which is when all of the cherry blossoms are in bloom. Oh. And we hit it. <gasps> it Yay! was amazing. And it only happens like two weeks out of the spring, you know, and the, the sort of way that it waves, I believe it kind of waves up or maybe it waves down, but it goes in like a wave, the blossoms. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, everywhere we were going, we were like right as the blossoms were hitting. I mean, it was really magical. It was like, I saw so much of the country. I met so many nice people. It was less of a relaxing trip, but we made such amazing memories. We saw so many like temples and we took so many walks and hikes and like, yeah. I feel like we did so many different kinds of things while we were there. We really like saw the places we were. Do you collect any unusual souvenirs on your trips? Yeah, I get, well, anytime we go visit Disney, like anywhere in the world, I get an ornament and I have a, I have a plethora of Disney ornaments now. No way. Yeah. I love them so much. And they're always so good. The Disney ornaments are really special. They take time making them, I guess. Like Mm -hmm. the designs are always really good. And like, you can always find something really special and I like how most of the time, not always, but most of the time you can get them with the year stamp. So you can kind of like remember, oh, this is when we went to X, Y, or Z, you know, like I really like that. Yeah. I really love Christmas. So like I I have a few ornaments over there that I picked up while I was in London, you know, like <laughs> while we were there. It's quite a nice thing, Christmas, to have ornaments yeah. from all of your travels on the tree. That's yeah. really gorgeous. It's like stories, you know, yeah. when I was a little kid there was always a story behind the ornament and like, I don't really love, I mean, everyone does Christmas differently, Mm. but like for me, the personal attachment to the little figurines that you're putting on the tree is like, there's something special there. And like those stories can be passed down with the ornaments too. I think I got that from my mom. She always gives us ornaments. I love that. Yeah. Um, Now you visited Disneyland Paris a couple of weeks ago, like you said, as a family. How was that? Because obviously it's it Rosie's awesome. first experience of it as I well. I know. So spoiled. I mean, imagine like having your first experience at Disneyland Paris. Like, ooh la la. Like so <laughs> fancy, right? Can I just say, I heard someone in the restaurant in Disneyland Paris like last weekend when I went say ooh la la. And I thought ooh, I've never, la. yeah, I've never heard a French person actually say it. Like I've always That's thought amazing. it was like a, a myth that people said it, but she was like, ooh la la. <laughs> I was like, yes. The way they say it too, like it just sounds so good coming out of their mouth. Yes. Yes. Fancy. So how was your Disneyland Paris trip? First of all, the park itself is gorgeous. Like Mm. entering the park is gorgeous. You know, there's something like very, I mean, I hate to say it, but like French about it, you know, like that's the great thing I think about seeing these Disney parks in different places is like they each have their own sensibility. Like the park Mm -hmm. in California is so different than the park in Florida. They each have their own personalities and Disneyland Paris is no different. I mean, it's just like the vibe. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a way, I think Disneyland Paris really reflects Paris as a city. Like Paris as a city has so many parks. It's part of the culture to like be in these little parks and like eat your lunch in a park, sit down and hang out and have a chat in a park, you know, and Disneyland Paris feels like that. It feels like there's all these little like beautiful little nooks where you can sit and enjoy Mm -hmm. the sort of beauty of the park. And the castle is so gorgeous. Like it's so beautiful. And it was easy with, I mean, 
for us, I, it was really, I don't want to oversell it, but like it was easy with a baby. Like, did you take her on a few things? Yeah, she rode a few rides. Oh. The Orbitron was her first ride. Oh, ever. And she loved it. She loved it. It was amazing. Did you get to go on like Crush's Coaster and like uh, yeah. Hyperspace Mountain? Did you do all of that? We did everything. Like, we did everything that we could all day. Like, oh, we took her on Ratatouille. Oh, it's so She gorgeous. loved it. You know, we had the 3D goggles on her, but kind of not really because she's yeah. a baby, but she was just losing it. She loved it. Took her on Small World. She loved Small World. God, we did everything. And she had a great time. Mm-hmm. You know, people are so friendly at Disney. I yeah. just think, like, it's one of the nicest things about it is that, like, everyone's very lovely. And there was a point where we were walking into a restaurant and a family stopped me and they were like, are you Mirabelle? So that was really <laughs> nice. Too. It was really sweet. And the littlest one didn't really believe me. I was like, okay, so your mom and dad are here. So it's safe. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Is that okay? <laughs> and her mom was like, yeah. So the little girl closed her eyes and I started singing and she was like, she opened her <laughs> eyes and was like, whoa. It was really sweet. Oh yeah. my God, Steph, I love that. It was like very strange and cool. But she but also, she, I, mean, I love the pl- fact that in this most magical place, you created magic because you oh, are now a proper part of the magic. I guess I did. I didn't even think about it that way. Jeez. They're going to be talking about that for the rest of their lives. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. Have you always loved Disney? Always. Always. Since I was little. Like, when I was growing up, my sister and I, my parents worked really hard on all Mm. the time and so my sister and I watched a lot of tv and one of the things that we loved was our Disney VHS tapes our Disney animation Walt Disney animation was like you know you can trust it as I think as parents you're sort of looking for content for kids Mm -hmm. that you feel like you can trust that you know that I can set my kid here with this hour and a half video I know that they're gonna get something wonderful out of it and I can sit here and like dash through emails or whatever I need to do. So we had a collection of VHS tapes and it was the golden age too. It was like Little Mermaid, Mm. you know, Lion King, Aladdin, like plus the old, the old sort of like classics like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty. Like we loved them. We loved them so much. And so I think I was 12 the first time we visited Disneyland in Anaheim. Right. And my mind was blown. And then when I was 15, I got to go to Disney World. But so I was like much older when I first went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's maybe part of my Disney story is that I didn't get to go when I was really little. So like Mm. for me, going gives me that very joyful, like childlike time You know, and it lets me sort of like let loose. I think a lot of people feel that way. You know, people make fun of like Disney adults, but like there's a reason there's so many of us. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm actually exactly the same because I went late teens with Tom and his family and -hmm. you just get swept up in that magic and seeing seeing everything in a really innocent and beautiful way. Yes, 100%. It is one of the places where like you can time travel. I mean, that's what it feels like to me. It's like you time travel, you know, and Disney is a place, especially the Disney parks are places where you just sit back and let it like wash over you and enjoy literally and figuratively enjoy the ride. Like it is just so joyful. I mean, I can't tell you how joyful it was to ride Ratatouille with her. 
because it was like I was looking at the ride, but then I was also looking at her, but then I was looking at the ride, but I was looking at her, you know? Like, no ride is ever the same because you you have to, you have to think about it through to. them as well, whether it's kind of going, I'm just going to put my hand on top of your hand right now because mm-hmm. Crushes Goes is quite fast or, you know, mm-hmm. just looking at them and wanting to see that amazement. Yes, and they are amazed. They're fully just like in it. Yeah. And even if you don't have kids, you can see that in the parks. Yeah. It's just like awesome mix of imagination, joy, beauty. Yeah. Which is the other thing that I like about the parks too. It's like they're constantly reinventing themselves. Yeah. And I know some people get upset when things change, but like I'm all for it. Like we have mm-hmm. to sort of move toward the future. And that like as you learn and grow, you change. And why can't yeah. these spaces reflect that too? Like it's yeah. very exciting to me. Like the change like I'm super excited to ride Splash Mountain. Like, what's it going to be like? I don't know. You know, like, I can't wait to see Princess Tiana. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Epcot is like, as someone who's like visited the parks a lot, like, I feel like that park is like, there's something coming for that park, like bubbling mm. under the surface. Yes, that's part of the 50th anniversary. Epcot is evolving. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be the same park in like 10 years, 15 years. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, it's going to, I think it's just going to like show us a new side of it. Do you have a favorite, this is going to be tricky for you, but try and disassociate yourself. A favorite (laughs) Disney character or movie? Let's say pre-Encanto. Okay, great. Um, I'm going to give it a tie between Ariel Mm. and Belle. Oh, and all three fairy godmothers. <laughs> <laughs> Such a random mix. All three fairy godmothers. They are so funny. They're like the they original, are very cute. Like golden girls. Yeah, They're so funny. <laughs> I love those characters. Oh, I brilliant. love that. The dress scene, the cake scene. There's so no, many you, good moments. Those scenes are so good. And it's like these three different archetypes, you know, like the sort of one that puts herself as the boss, this sort of dim, ditzy one, and then this sort of like little hustler. like. (laughs) And I love the blueprint that that gave us for following Disney movies. You know, like you think about these like quote unquote sidekick characters, but like, you know, the roots of Olaf come from that. It's so fun to see the archetypes get sort of created and then created again and then created again. You know, it's like, it's part of what's fun about storytelling. Um, When you do go to Disney... Because you've obviously been to quite a few. Do you <laughs> do you plan it in advance mm. or do you play it by ear when you're there? Well, it depends. I mean, we've been lucky enough to go with a guide a few times and that's yeah. been really, really special. Guides are invaluable because like they know the park so well. Mm-hmm. They know how to get you around really quickly, particularly if you have a, a big group. You can take up to 10 people, I believe, on a, mm. on a tour. And then if we're not with a guide, I think there's a little more planning involved, but not too much more. Again, it's yeah. more like, what do we want the day to feel like? Do we want it to be super relaxed? Do we want to make sure we hit all the roller coasters that we can? Do we want to park hopper so we can go back and forth? Like, yeah. how do we want the day to go, you know? And sometimes that means we want to get everything done that we possibly can. So like we pack a lunch and get a locker and so that we don't have to sit in line or anything. We just like stake out a table and, you know, bring our sandwiches from home. Like yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we love doing that too because it, you know, can save you a considerable amount of time. I mean, I know now they're trying to sort of do different stuff with like the apps and you can order food 
early and I think that saves families a lot of time but yeah well Disney World had that the last time we went and, and it yeah. just blew our minds that, that that was there that you could order an app it's amazing yeah and then you can also plan for yourself like okay then I can sit down and have a glass of wine or a beer or something <laughs> and like relax it's nice it's nice yeah I like the mix um so Steph are you ready to go back because what we're going to do now is we're going to go on your dream Disney day Ooh, I'm ready there are no rules. You just got to have the best day. Here we go. Um, you can do anything you like. Great. So are we doing Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris, or are we doing a Disney cruise, which we haven't talked about yet? I've never been. Um, but seeing as we haven't been, we should avoid okay. that one for now. Okay. We'll go on yeah. one at another time. Okay. Um, so first up, where are we waking? I think we're going to go to Disney. No, I think we're going to, mm, this is hard. I think we're going to go to Walt Disney World. Okay, I'm happy with this. Yes, yes. Yes, we're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. Get up early, make a little coffee, open the windows, and outside are some animals, maybe some giraffes, some ze- whatever they've got. Yeah. They're there. They're just chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling with my coffee. We're having a great morning. It's chill. Everything's great, relaxed, lots of animals. That is so cool about that lodge. It's like yeah. if you do wake up early enough and you look out your window, there's elk. Like just there <laughs> hanging out with our little babies and stuff. It's like being on a little nature safari. Yeah. I think we wake up there and then we go directly to the parks. Are we going to have breakfast in the park? I think we're going to have breakfast in the okay. park. Yep, yep. Snag a big coffee and then like maybe a pastry or something and then keep it moving. There's that amazing little shop next to the castle that sells funnel cake, which always to me <gasps> blows my mind. It's I think it's one of the only places you can get funnel cake in Walt Disney World. I love funnel cake so much. They put Nutella on it. They put sugar and fruit if you want fruit rather than Nutella. That sounds amazing. I mean, I'm just giving you, that's my tip. If you're there and looking for food, I would stop off there. I think it's called Sleepy Hollow. I like this idea a lot. Okay. And then just ride everything. Like if there's no there's no rules, I just want to ride everything. Like, are we going to Magic Kingdom actually? Because I've just taken you to Magic Kingdom, but is that oh, where yeah. you want to go? Going, we're going yeah. to Magic Kingdom. We're going to Animal Kingdom. We're going to Epcot. And we're going to Hollywood Studios. Okay, we're doing everything. Okay, everything. everything. Yeah. What ride are you going on first? First ride, I want to do Flight of Passage because it's so good. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. I remember saying when we got off the ride, I was like, I cannot believe I'm alive in a time where like you can go on a ride like that. Like yeah. it feels like you're inside the story. Like it is unreal. Unreal. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, so are you literally gonna just try and cram in as many rides? as possible. Yeah, why not? I'd cram in as many rides as possible. And then I would also probably go to prior my planning. This is how I plan. <laughs> I would go to the um, Disney World Instagram and see like, what are the new snacks? Because you know, that's the other yes. cool thing that's happening now. And that wasn't really a thing when I was growing up, but like the parks have gotten really smart and mm. like they just change all the time. There's like new yeah. stuff going on all the time, like new stuff to try, new flavors to try, like super cute, adorable snacks. Like everything's like very Instagram worthy, but also delicious. So I think I would go and like do a little research and see which ones we needed to hit. Um, are you doing any character meet and greets on your dream Disney day? If it was a true dream, yeah, there would be a Mirabelle at Disney World, and I would do the meet and greet with oh her. Oh my God, blow my mind. Not even Roz meeting her. Can you imagine meeting Mirabelle? I mean, I've met her in Disneyland here. I've met her and she was amazing. She was 
so funny and cute. That would be my dream to have her be at Disney World and do a meet and greet and surprise her, like wait in line and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still get sort of Bleh, when it's Mickey, you know, like yeah. it's Mickey. Like it's Mickey. I it's Mickey. I don't know what else to say about it. You know, it's like it's so it's always so exciting when you're in the park and like Mickey passes by or Minnie, you know? It's like, yeah. It's thrilling. Yeah. On your dream Disney Day, are you gonna stop to see a parade or any of the shows? Like so in um Animal Kingdom, obviously we've got Finding Nemo, we've got Lion yeah. King, you know, there's so much going on. It depends on how I'm feeling, but I definitely would want to do the fireworks at the end of the day. Like, yeah. I think that I always look forward to that. Mm. And I don't know how that would be with the baby. Like, I don't know if she'd be able to make it that long. But in this dream vacation, she can. So yeah, uh, she doesn't do get cranky at all on this dream day. <laughs> like she's like She's sleep, fine. What? You sleep can stay up until the end. <laughs> yeah. No problem. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Our yeah. trick with that actually is to just take. Uh, so we hire buggies whenever we go to Florida, and uh, and so we'll walk them around. Well, showcase usually in the day to kind yeah. of you know do that little walk, let them rest, let them sleep, and then in the nighttime they're a little bit more energized to go. And we still have the pram as well. So if if they are a bit restless or just like it's too much, they'll just lie back and go to sleep. That's so amazing. Mm. That's super smart. Yeah, it's smart. Good. Okay. Um, themed lands. Are you going to be going anywhere like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Pandora, Toy Story Land? Yeah. I mean, if you're doing Flight of Sat- Passage, you are in Pandora anyway. I was flabbergasted at Pandora. I was mm. like, the way that it looks and like what they've done perspective-wise when you're standing in it, there's multiple parts of it where like that's really all you can see so you get very immersed in it it's like being I mean the closest thing I can think of is like it's like being on a movie set it's Mm. really very cool so true Uh, have you been to any of the water parks no I've never been to the water parks have you yeah I have actually Um, are we going to go on your dream Disney day to water park though are we going to keep things dry I would try I would try it I don't know what's there I've never been lots of water and <laughs> uh, and some rides. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, what's your must-do photo op while you're in um, Walt Disney World? Oh, the castle. It's a classic, the isn't it? It's classic, and it's like magic. You know, mm. like I man. I know we keep throwing that word around, but it is. It's like I'm such a nerd about this stuff. But like the castle too. She's she like changes during the seasons. You know, yeah. it's like and depending on like what if. Is it an anniversary year? She's dressed differently. Is it Christmas time? She looks different, you know? Yeah. Um, and is there anything that you, else that you just think, I need to do that on my dream Disney day? Hmm. Let me ask Brad. Brad, <laughs> if we got to go to Disney World, what would you want to do? Like for sure have to do it no matter what. We've got to do this thing. He's thinking. Okay. I do. I will say I would love to have this day end with like miraculously somehow a dip in the pool at the resort. Yeah. It's really nice to do that. I don't always get to do that when I'm on those trips, but like, it's nice. Those pools are nice. Well, and that's the thing. If you are there for a period of time, it's quite yeah, nice get to, to use it. Yeah. And to have that period, well, some days we are just like, actually I'm going to have the afternoon by the pool and chill out. It's the best. Like yeah. I had my bachelorette party at, Disneyland in California Mm. and like part of the fun was being at the hotel and then being able to sort of like bounce in and out and stuff it's really nice like that is such a lovely thing to be able to do yeah did you think of anything (laughs) he said 
pop into Epcot for a glass of champagne. There we go. <laughs> Very cute. There we go. Um, right. Now we're going to play a little game. This is the Lightning McQueen quick fire round. It's pretty okay, self-explanatory. I'm, I'm going to give you two options and then super quick, you've got to tell me which one you prefer. Okay. I mean, it starts off with a mean one, which I can't even believe is written down. Mirabelle or Bruno? Mirabelle. Of course. Mickey ice cream or churros? Churros. Thrill ride or character meet and greet? Thrill ride. Poncho on water rides or get soaked? Get soaked. Yeah, especially in Florida. You'll dry yeah. off in seconds. Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios? Mm, Magic Kingdom. Planner or play by ear? I'll play by a little of both. I'll let, I'll let you have that. I'll let you, yeah, there's yeah. no rules on this podcast. I'll let you have it. Uh, Hollywood Tower of Terror or It's a Small World? Tower of Terror. I love Tower of Terror. Do love you? It. Yeah, I love it. Uh, thrill Seeker or Bag Holder? Thrill Seeker. Disney merch or holiday attire? Disney merch. Are you someone who buys ears straight away? I like my ears. Do you do you yeah. take them with you though each time you go, or do you buy a new pair? It depends, but I I have a pretty good selection of ears. <laughs> I mean, I I would personally, if I see you ever with your your Disney ears on and it's not that pair, I will be yeah. disappointed. They're so amazing. Are they embroidered as well? Yeah, it's not even like print, is it? Skirt. No, it's real embroidery on there. That's They're amazing. Very, very high quality. Yeah. Uh, and finally, parks by day or parks at night? That is so hard. But I'm going to go with parks by day because you can see everything, see mm. all the detail. I love yeah. the detail. Steph, thank you so much for, for sharing some of your yeah. Disney memories. This has been yeah, lovely. My pleasure. Oh, this has been so nice. Thank you so much. Oh, gee, you're welcome. Lo-Fi Mini Focus. Listen now. Ten iconic Disney classics reimagined. Beats to study, work, or unwind to. Lo-Fi Mini Focus. Now available on all music streaming platforms. Now. No episode of Journey to the Magic would be complete without a chat from our incredible Disney insider, Elkie. Hello, Elkie. How are you? Hi, G. I'm great. How are you? I'm very, very good. Did you like listening to Stephanie? Oh, my gosh. I am so obsessed with Stephanie. So, yes, it was a great episode. And I've got lots to talk about. About Encanto. About Encanto. You do it much better than I do. <laughs> What's new? Okay, so today I thought we would talk about a brand new attraction, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which is coming to Epcot. I can't wait. Literally, the last time we were in Walt Disney World, we were on the monorail, seeing this ride being built. So the fact that it's, you know, so much time and effort has been put into it, and now it's about to open. It's nearly here. Yeah, I'm so excited. But before I talk about that, okay. because obviously Stephanie's been on today, I have to talk about Encanto mm -hmm. because I love it so much. Um, so Stephanie spoke about the themed merchandise. You know, I love a merchandise opportunity. Well, at the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival this year, 
guests can now step inside the wonderful garden that is inspired by the magical mad girl family from Encanto <laughs> and its strong female characters. So like Julieta, Isabella, Louisa, and of course, Mirabel. So amazing opportunity during Epcot in the International Flower and Garden Festival. I've got to say this festival, it's beyond because we've been there when Cars was the theme and it blew our kids' minds uh, to see their favourite vehicles in the display. So I can only imagine what Encanto is going to be like when it's been given the floral surprise. Yeah, I think this is going to be one for any fans of Encanto, but also just to appreciate how beautiful it is. So make sure you check that out if you are visiting during this time. But like I said, well, like Stephanie actually said, something (laughs) coming to Epcot, uh, a transformation in itself is the Gardens of the Galaxy attraction. It's such an exciting part of the evolution of Epcot. Yeah. And Epcot is one of my favorite parks. It's very nostalgic Disney. We have so much going on. We have a brand new nighttime show as well, Harmonious. So I would say anyone that is going out to Walt Disney World, make sure you do plan at least two full day visits to Epcot because Mm -hmm. there's going to be so much to see and do. It's funny, isn't it? I, I feel like Epcot, when I first started going to Walt Disney World, it used to be that nice place to walk around and just soak up. Whereas actually now there's more to do there as well. And actually it's it's a whole experience. It's true. It's so funny when people say to me, oh, really Epcot's your favourite? And when I kind of probe as to why people have maybe got the most out of Epcot is because they've just wandered around and yeah. they didn't realise that you could go into yeah. the pavilions. But some like fan favourite attractions, I mean, Soarin is an Epcot. You have to go and do Soarin. That's amazing. Yeah. Test Track, Frozen, the very mm-hmm. first Frozen attraction, Frozen Ever After is now there and now with Gardens of the Galaxy I think it's just added this extra kind of wow factor to Epcot so definitely make sure you have enough time to to see everything it has to offer. So talk to me about Gardens of the Galaxy and because what can you tell me about the new attraction? Okay so this is going to be the first Marvel attraction from the film franchise ever in Walt Disney World so that in itself is pretty exciting so you're going to begin your adventure by touring a galaxarium. So it's going to be a planetarium-like exhibition, which will educate us all about the differences between Xandar and Earth. But then just as you're about to reach the end of the tour, of course, everything goes sideways and you're going to be called into action to help the guardians of the galaxy. It's going to be one of the longest enclosed coasters in the world. And for me, what makes this coaster different than any other family coaster, this is going to be the very first reverse launch coaster. I know you, G, have done rock and roller coaster mm-hmm. that moment with that launch. It's so exciting. Yeah. And imagine going backwards like it's it's just <laughs> incredible so I'm excited for that um it's also going to rotate 360 degrees which I still can't fathom in my head this is a brand new innovation from the Walt Disney Imagineering team when we say that we get excited anything mm-hmm. new Imagineering we get excited and also as well when you think of Guardians of the Galaxy especially in the Marvel franchise You think of that epic soundtrack, right? Where it's like some amazing music. So again, you will expect to be able to rock out to such an amazing soundtrack as you are saving the galaxy, of course. Now, you, you know that we love a top tip. 
Have you got any top tips for us? Uh, yeah, I do, G. So for the Guardian fans, there is going to be a true-to-size Nova Corp Star Blaster, which is going to be parked in front of the attraction. So that is um, the main Guardians of the Galaxy ship as mm. well. So that that's going to be great for the fans to get a photo before they even start this attraction. But then also, I kind of heard a cool story that I wanted to share, which yeah. for me, when I first heard this attraction was coming to Epcot, it was one of them things like, hmm, because it's such a Interesting thrill. Choice. I was, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking maybe Hollywood Studios, the last few years, we've had some great attractions over there for big thrills. But actually, when I heard this story, it was, it was kind of great. It was the fact that the reason this attraction has gone to Epcot is because the story goes that Peter Quill, who is Star-Lord or the main protagonist in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie actually is said to have visited Epcot as a kid and a really cool thing that Disney did back in 2017 at the D23 Expo where we give all of our latest kind of news conferences we announce lots of exciting information they actually shared this Polaroid of Peter Quill from back in the 80s like when he had visited So you get to see him with the iconic Spaceship Earth in the background. And honestly, this photo you can see online. So if anyone is like really curious to see what it looks like, it was just a real cute moment where I thought, okay, again, it's storytelling within storytelling. You you would imagine Peter Quill as a young Star-Lord visiting himself. And now he's got his very own attraction in Epcot. So I thought it was pretty cool. That is very cute. I love that. I am now going to go off and look for that photo. <laughs> I wish I could show you. This oh, is my podcast. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for in this episode of Journey to the Magic. Thank you so much to my friend, Stephanie Beatrice, mostly for teaching me the correct way to say Encanto. Please come back next week when we'll be chatting to the one and only Alicia Dixon. 